T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones, Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Time to talk some baseball as we welcome in one of the greats, Jim Leland, former MLB manager. Every time we talk to Jim Leland, it is a uh, it's an education, Brian. You so learn, we're you learn something. We're uh, yes. we're excited about this, Jim. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're we're doing uh, very well. Eh. Well, he's a Yankees eh. fan, so he's obviously ticked off. Mm. But um, yeah, I don't. Well, care he so ought to be very proud. They did one heck of a job. That is, oh, that see, that's uh, right. Eventually, yeah, but it's still too soon. Maybe when pitchers and catchers report. I'm so bad <laughs> then, <about it>. yeah. <laughs> um, so, Jim, isn't it weird to see the Astros and the Dodgers in the World Series? It doesn't sound right. Well, you know, I I guess some people think about that way. No, that doesn't, doesn't bother me. I think it's great. They were the two teams that played the best when they had to, and they were two teams that obviously had great regular seasons. So, uh you know, I think it's very fitting, and it should be a great series. There's a lot of lot of ability on both those teams, a lot of good young talent. Who, who's your favorite heading into this deal? I have no idea. I learned <laughs> a long time ago. When you're, when you're in this business, you don't make predictions because you make a fool of yourself. Nobody knows. You know, if I knew who was going to win, I'd probably still be managing. But, right. Uh, you know, it's. I think it's. You know, I think it's got a chance to be a great series. I mean, I, I think Houston's starting pitching. Um, you know, is is probably you know you don't see them much. They're an hour later sometimes. So you don't always see some of their games, but um, they're an hour earlier. Excuse me, but an hour later here, and and the same with the Dodgers. I don't I don't see them much out on the coast. You know, I always watch the Tiger game, and then you know by the time that game starts, it you know it gets pretty late. I fall asleep sometimes. To be honest with you, but the Houston starting pitching is is probably better really than I than I gave it credit for originally. I mean, I know Verlander's helped that, but they're they're pretty good. McCullers and Charlie Morton was great the other night. I, I think this has got a chance to be a great series. And uh, Charlie Morton, a guy who has had a, a long history of injury and had some tough times at Pittsburgh, has, has figured it out in a Game 7, was was amazing. Uh, now that you've seen guys like Morton and McCullers in an NLCS in those big situations, do you have any uh, concerns about them in, in the World Series and in, in similar situations being uh, prepared for those starts because they look like just as big, basically as good as Keuchel and Verlander were. Well, no, I don't, I don't worry about them. I mean, I think they, you know, they showed up big time the other night, and uh, you know, Morton's actually it appears to me. I think he's throwing the ball harder than he did when he was in Pittsburgh. To be honest with you, yeah, his stuff is really good. He's always had good stuff, but it looked like his velocity is a little better with that movement. You know, he used to have that great, great sinker. A little, maybe a little less velocity, but his velocity's up, and uh, I mean he was really impressive. I mean this is this is really a good team, and and of course so are the Dodgers. I mean they have so much ability. They got some really good young looking players. That Taylor kid, you know I didn't really know much about him. He's really good looking player, exciting. He can run. It's it's, it's, it's two good teams. And, and Jim, when you look at the series, of course, uh, you've got Kershaw who will start the series for the, the Dodgers. You Darvish comes over in a trade, much like Verlander there at the end of the trade deadline, almost at the end, seconds remaining to get that deal consummated. Uh, do you still fall back on the old adage that good pitching will defeat good hitting? 
I do. I, I do. Uh, you know, I think that it shows up most of the time. Once in a while, you have a slugfest in the playoffs, but really not that often. And, uh, I think good pitching, you know, shuts it down. Uh, you know, you don't get, you normally don't get two or three hits off a good pitcher. You don't rough them up that much. You don't usually get three, four hits in an inning off good pitchers. So, uh, you know, if they're on. And, and so I think, yeah, I think that's definitely true. And, and to that end, this Altuve, this guy, I mean, to come in at 5-6 on a good day and, and to be as tough and out as he is, what would be – what advice would you give your, your pitchers uh, approaching him? Well, I think, I think you know, the funny thing about it is I think sometimes you don't want to walk him. you got career behind him, but he gets all these hits. But the thing that, the thing that gets me about him is the power. I mean, you got to keep him in the ballpark. He's not just some smaller guy that hits line drives all over the place. This guy hits the ball out of the ballpark, and he hit 26 home runs or something like that during the regular season. He's hit quite a few in the postseason. So, I mean, you got to keep him in the ballpark. He's not just a guy that, you know, that that pesters you. I mean, even though he can get on and steal a base, I understand that. But but he's a guy that can go out of the ballpark. So that's the thing that's that's uh, you know makes you a little bit nervous. I think in big situations, I think. You know, you got to be very careful with him to beat you because, you know, we know what a great talent Correa is. Uh, Correa, maybe, maybe, I should say, uh, you know, has a, a little bit more of a hole possibly than Altuve. But Altuve, it looks like he, he doesn't have any holes. It's just hard to get him out. Gio and Jones with Jim Leland across the country on CBS Sports Radio. It seems to me, but um, I'm clearly not as close to it as you have been, that the toughest thing about managing in this day and age in baseball is making sure that you're making the right decisions and managing that bullpen. Is that the, the toughest thing in your mind? Well, I think it's always been the toughest thing. I think, uh, you know, I think the two toughest things about managing are number one is to have your team ready to play for 162 games. That's hard. That's a, that's a hard job because they just don't feel good every day. I mean, that's just the way it is. They're no different than anybody else. But I think, and I think the other most important thing is handling your pitching. So, um, I don't think there's any question about that. I think sometimes when you have, you know, good starters and your bullpen's not real good, you can probably leave them in a little too long. And when your starters aren't quite that good and you have a, a better bullpen, you can probably take them out a little too quick. So you got there's a real fine line there. But I think all these managers have, you know, they've, they've been doing a good job with their bullpens and that's the reason they're there. Now, Dave Roberts, a uh, wonderful job finally getting the Dodgers back to a World Series. It's been, been a while, as you well know. What grade would you give him on the season? I know they had that little swoon there at the end of the season, but they righted themselves and they made quick work of everyone they faced in the postseason. Well, I think, you know, I think these guys, both these guys going into the World Series obviously have done a heck of a job. And I think, I think both of them are really good, you know, obviously during the game, but I think one of the big things for those guys is they, they they get their players to play. They got they got good good people skills and they know how to handle people and they get those players to perform. And obviously he's done a tremendous job. Like I said, out on the West Coast, I don't see them as much to be honest with you. But I read a lot about what people say about them and what the players say and everything. And it looks like you know he's one of those guys that uh, you know players love to play for. You know he he keeps them going. And uh, I think AJ Hinch has done the same thing. Give us some insight as far as your approach when managing all those different personalities. Now, you were you were a fiery guy, if I recall correctly. Uh, so, were you that way with every guy? You had to pick who you could you could uh, poke and prod at certain times. Yeah, well, you know that's that's the one thing I think. You know, I always tried to take it like my first 
responsibility really was to to learn what makes your player tick and you know what makes one player tick may not work for another player so you got to be careful and you got to find out you know who you, if you need to touch up a little bit you can touch them up some other guy maybe you got to be a little more careful with that but you've got to still figure out how to send your message and get the results so i think it's uh like i said i think a lot of it's people skills and making them understand what's at stake and how important it is and you know how much a part of the team they are and i think you you gotta make everybody feel part of the team i think that's important so it's, it's a big job it, it's a harder job today probably with all the twitter and social media than it was uh probably up until toward the end of my career i mean it was it started to feel pretty good but this is really a tough job i mean everything is critiqued and you know you have the mlb network 24 hours a day which has been great for baseball uh but you know, they're tweaked stuff a little bit more. So it's it's a little bit different. Gio and Jones with Jim Leland. Why do you think it didn't work out with Brad Osmus in Detroit? Well, I just think that sometimes, you know, people just, you never really understand why people hire a manager or necessarily why they fire a manager. And it just felt like, uh, you know, the, in the Detroit situations, uh, obviously they're, they're cutting back some payroll. Uh, they're getting a, a little more of a, a sensible fiscal responsibility. And uh, I just think that they were, they're kind of starting over, so to speak. Uh, and they just felt like uh, they, they wanted to start fresh, I guess. I don't know. I thought Brad did a good job. I think he's a very good manager. that got better every year. And, uh, you know, like I said, you never really understand why certain teams or any team picks their managers. I mean, the general manager told me that years ago. You never really know why a certain guy is selected for a team. It looks like there might be four or five candidates that might all be pretty much the same. But, uh, you know, they select one that they think – uh, suits their team the best. Do you think Dusty Baker got a fair shake? Does he get too much of the blame and not enough of the credit? Well, I will say this: I, it's it is very difficult for me to understand. I'm not going to stick my nose in anybody else's business, obviously, but it's it is difficult for me to understand um, when a manager wins 95, 97 games and two division titles in a row. It's hard for me to understand that he doesn't have a job. If you still were in the the mix and and, and wanted to to manage, would you look at that national situation and say, well, they don't hang on to a guy for more than two or three years, and it doesn't matter what you do in the damn regular season, you're going to end up getting fired if you don't win a World Series and maybe want to look elsewhere to another place that might want to hire you before going there to take that job? No, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't really, you know, like I said, I don't stick my nose in other people's business. Uh, I don't really know why that's happened. I, I mean, it is it is a fact. This is not uh, criticism of anybody, but it is a fact that they've had several managers in not too long a period of time. So, I mean, I don't really know why that is, and it's really none of my business. <laughs> uh, back to the Tigers for a second. What do you think about replacing Ausmus with Gardenhire? Well, I think Ron Gardner is a terrific manager. There's no question about that. I think he's he's another guy who's got great people skills. He's seen it all. He's had the good teams over there in Minnesota where he won. He's had the rebuilding teams where you're, you're going to suffer some pain. Uh, your personal record is going to suffer, obviously. But this guy is, I always thought he was one of the top managers uh, without questions. I think he's going to be a perfect fit in Detroit. He's a blue-collar guy. I think the fans are really going to take to him. Um, and I think he'll do a great job. I think I think it was an excellent hire. 
What do you know about the Mets' new manager? Because uh, not a lot of people, the pitching coach for the Indians, Mickey Callahan, do you know a lot about him and, and going from pitching coach to the Indians to uh, to New York and being the manager? I don't know. Did they announce? Is, is, is Mick, did Mick get the yeah. job? I, I don't know. Mickey Calloway. I'm sorry, Mickey Calloway. My my fault. Mickey Calloway. Yes, yeah. he did well, get it. You know what? I I only know him as uh you know as an opponent that uh, you know uh, you know across the field, and uh, obviously he's done a great job with the pitching over there. Uh, he obviously must have those people skills that that people look for because uh, he made a tremendous impression evidently on the Mets. So, uh, you know, he's a young guy that's getting an opportunity, and, and that's always exciting. Jim, thanks for the time this morning. Love talking to you. We appreciate it. Okay, thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.